0: My name is Patrick Bryan for, for Scarlet Bay Community Radio. I'm joined here this evening by um, my co-presenter, John S. Kelly, and uh, we have here with us this evening, uh, Michael McRae, Bredaic, and Anupneel uh, Bidike, and former Bidike hurler and underage hurler for And he's joined also by his daughter Eva McGrath. Eva is up in um, minute College, and they have come here this evening to have a chat about um, uh, about um, uh, um, commemoration. a commemoration they're having in in Tuller uh, on Monday next. Now, Michael uh, should be we well known to Scarif and um, Mount Shannon and Whitecat residents and listeners because he was a, a former horseman in the area. So, Michael's here to tell us about a remembrance event of his uncles, Natty and Dini McGray, who are members of the Clear Brigade of the, I- of the IRA, the 6th Battalion. Uh, you're welcome, Michael, and Eva, to the, to the programme. Thank Michael. you. I, Thank you. Michael, you might tell us about uh, the about Macriar family and um, about uh, the, the, the land's environment in the in the ILA
1: and that. Well, I suppose um, I, I like to, I, I'm glad that Scarab gave us the opportunity to come in this evening. And uh, we have a lot of research to into this. and. Uh, over the years, we've gathered a fair bit of information. When I was young, growing up, my father and mother didn't tell us that much, the art beat. Young ones weren't told that much that time. Without the art playing, I wouldn't be open. But um, when we go and talk to other people after the there, maybe after the funeral, and Few drinks, you get the history of the locality. The tongue is loosened a bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, they go to research the the history there, uh, and we discovered they it, that way. Mm. And uh, what I would like to say there was two ambushes, and the one we involved, it was an aborted ambush. It was an ambush. There was that my mother was involved at yes. the, yes. the yes. Forum Awards, uh, at Port Town Cross. Portland, yeah. And he was the only one involved there. there. When the tans came on him in the night, they were, they were expecting him, but they didn't. their tans didn't turn up. So, uh, Matty was on his way home, and uh, he was around Beckham and a sort of up that road, a small distance.
0: Yeah.
1: And a voice came along and said, part two was there, and uh, with that, he was jumping the, the wall, uh, wall, that's not a wall, I don't know how he was at the time, but he had pulled an automatic revolver and he shot the lieutenant in charge, and as far as I can understand from my nephew, Sean, he done a thesis, thesis in Balba, he wounded three others. Now, I'd like to differentiate between that t- situation with the Four Roads, and a uh, Four Roads uh, at that Quartan cross, and uh, as I can see, Sean uh, highlighted that there was another ambush that took place in, in Tuller, and which was 1.3 kilometers from where the Tanns were based. Yeah. And the description on that was, after waiting all night when it was near David, the patrol came along. It was about 200 strong and under the command of 1st One. They travelled in a single file at intervals of about 10 yards on each side of the road. They lit them between both sections and opened fire on them. The opposite charge of the patrol was shot deep, with the first shots and an armed number killed and wounded. When the officer was killed, the patrol jumped over the walls and ran towards the military barracks. As the IRA numbers were small and the military force being so near, they did not follow them up. This was known as the Four Walls Ambush. Now to my knowledge, that was 5, 5, 3 kilometers, one by three miles from the barracks. Mm. Now I'm not sure whether the barracks was the family. Where the workhouse is. Yeah, the family. Mm. They, yeah. Uh, another person told me that the moment half of the hill is in front of the barriads. Yeah. That was in RIT barriads I think. First,
0: first.
1: No, straight up to you me now coming down from the hill. I presume I, yeah, I, the, same frontier. I from the one of the top of the hill down to the cross into 1.3 kilometres. Kilometers? Yeah. But 1.3 miles will be different from mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I also found that one, my, I got um, my grandmother's theory on one of these ambushes, and I think it was that one at the Boroughs, where all the people were wounded and so forth. And as as I can see, my Uncle Matthew walked 23 miles in that cross to a house called Welchers. Now, I, I, I find it a difficult to see what Welchers that was, but I got funny feelings that Welchers were not to get them.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Do you know what I'm talking about? I do, yeah. My, my great-grandmother was from Chile she was chasing, so I said I had knowledge about that area as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be safe
0: from I suppose.
2: To... Yeah.
1: yeah. I have only funny thing, I just turn up. Mm. You go off the car over and turn yeah. to the house of the car. I, that was winter, That was as I Right, yeah, that winter. Well, that's the only reason why I want to differentiate between the four roads and port-down-cross. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Port-down-cross. There was only one person involved in that was my
3: mm-hmm.
1: No, he shot, he shot the, the, the officer in charge of the And he won the three more. He was on his own. On his own. He was
4: on his way home. On his way home.
1: And he crossed the fields through the quarry that we put in the plaque. So the,
5: quarry, the quarry near McGrath. McGrath. what's yeah. now McGrath yeah. Quarry.
1: Yeah. And he went down to Gunn's house straight across Pampy Pam, Gallands. Pam, Pam. And I don't know what to do. The, the, of the house. I presume the head he in for the night. And he made his way from that to Maloney's appeal, which was a to him. His his mother was a bit of Maloney, so he was related to the appeal. He was
4: he was actually wounded in the shoulder in that incident. Yeah. Yeah. So on the plaque, we've we've noted that on the on the commemorative
6: plaque.
5: Could I ask you a, a, a question about the culture that? prevailed in your in your family. Well, you? because James, your grandfather.
1: James, yeah. yeah. He didn't six months out of because that yeah. wasn't that wasn't this kind of matters book. Yeah. yeah. But he, he went to America. At what age you have? Age
4: ten. We think we've found the ship records. Yeah. For it, it, dad i remember being told that in that generation there was Three brothers that went to America mm. and we went looking, I was doing some research to follow up on what our cousin Sean had discovered when he was doing his history thesis in Galway Down. I was researching since Christmas and found the records for the ships mm. and judging by the ages and um, I think we think we found records so mm. we believe that James McGrath was taken over to America by his brother, we found a Michael McGrath age 20 and a James McGrath on the record and is age 10, the, and it fits into the yeah. time frame, and it fits in. Yeah. So uh, we might be able to find more records, but in our initial, we're only amateurs so in our initial yeah. search, and so, so at some stage, he came back. Now, and the other two brothers stayed in the in the they States, and okay. we've lost track of those, yeah. that generation. They're, they're the next generation went out to the States as well.
5: But it's interesting. He was involved in the war, in the
1: war, um,
4: James in the land league. In, in the actual land league.
1: Yeah. yeah the there was. There was an incident in Fecal. He did. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. There was and an uh, incident in Fecal. The first time they were there was turned even clear. Yeah. He seconded it. They were there on the hard labour. The 1917.
3: Yeah.
4: There was. a... Do you want to hear about that yes. incident in Fecal, That, yes. that Sean had. And um, the, the reason that James had to do that hard labour. John James
5: being your grandfather. My yeah. father, yeah. Yeah. father to the two boys. You're yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. commemorating
4: it. Yeah. Yeah. So, in June 1887, following, the, following some evictions, uh, there's other detail that precedes this, but I'll tell you from this, this piece. Following the evictions, Michael Davitt and John Dillon, two of the most active Land League politicians in the country, left Buddyke to give a speech at the Scariff Fair. However, there was a plan to avoid the police and soldiers. They sent out false information that they were giving a speech in Fecal and left Budike in the direction of Fecal by back roads. There was a car waiting on the Fecal Road at the junction for Scarif. With police in pursuit of them, they changed cars very quickly and the detour car proceeded to Fecal with Dav- Davit and Dylan en route to Scarif. As the police arrived into the village of Fecal, They were met with a volley of stones by a large group of people that had gathered. A number of police were injured, and after a number of arrests, the people were brought under control. On the 10th of June, six men were sentenced in Ennis District Court. Three men were sentenced to three months hard labour. Two men were sentenced to four months hard labour. And James McGrath of Annacneal, aged 24, so Matty's father, was sentenced to six months hard labour. He was described as being the ringleader of the protest, said to have started the violence, which is why he got the most time, apparently. It's interesting. Yeah, so, so, you know... So the, the reason I ask, ask yeah. the question
5: is because, um, I'm trying to figure, where did the separatism thinking in your two uncles, where did it come from,
1: do you know? Well, as she said, he went to America as a young guy with another brother, if that's, if that's correct. Yeah. Mm. And I know for a fact that my father's father, he was one of three brothers. Their the father at home got sick. He was a young man at that time. And their cash lots, not which him came back until the young lad came back.
4: Mm. That's so I
1: think he must have gone to school in America at that age. He must have got a permit of education. And as I, as I know from a neighbour, heirlo- he asked me to know about the Rami maps. He was, well, just to question about a road through a, 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 a bog. And he said, My grandfather was very good at maps. And I think a lot of the people in there were coming and taking for knowledge and guidance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you can have a reasonable amount of knowledge in America. Mm-hmm.
5: And I'm very interested in interest, interest what you said there about the road from the bog. Can you pinpoint the bog?
1: To, to, to actually, Exactly the road up to bed. we have another I have another partner up there. I'm coming a man. Yeah. She's um
0: Toey. May me, me Toey
1: is it? Uh, mini Tohi. Yeah. Mike the
0: minor mother. Or, or, yeah, our I, grandmother.
1: Yeah. And Toei married Tohi there. Yeah. Now so we from our farm place maybe to our so nowadays. Yeah. Tohi is up on the hill. Yeah, yeah, I know it's there, yeah. yeah. There were two brothers by the name of are written as a thing. Two brothers, but this mini toy was a sister of the girls. Mm-hmm. And one of them toys was Rays, mother But the mini toy she has two, we about to show them medals at the, at the, grass, at, at, yeah. the at the monument. Mobile, yeah. Now this is mini toys his information
4: but it was interesting that James was active in the land league because the landlords of Anicknil will say you know we we've no reports that they evicted anyone no, the captain in in Anicknil an side the same
5: yeah, he, he certainly was a, 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 what i would call a fair landlord yeah. I mean.
4: and Nicholas Westrop as far as I, Nicholas Westrop as far as i can remember was the landlord in 1885, 1885. in 1855 the, um, the Griffith valuation it shows it, it shows nicholas Westby uh was the landlord in in that area and you now he he had land also in Westclare and there was a lot of evictions in Westclare in Westrop uh states but we haven't found any thing and I, I nearly need to go back to the newspapers again to see for sure yeah. mm-hmm. but in, in an initial scan I couldn't mm-hmm. find any eviction so it's interesting it's just I think a show of the, the bond and the neighbourliness you know that James McGrath and others from the neighbourhood were fighting on behalf of and with alongside mm-hmm. their neighbours from other estates yeah. obviously yeah. Yeah. they I... felt passionate about um, tenants owning their own land obviously
1: yeah, one, one thing I found interesting is, is uh, the, the size of Anaknil and like the, the, the distance they covered. I, I have, a, you can get in with them in the military Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. Mm. Now, the numbers are there for, for the 11th of July 1921 and the 1st uh, of July 1922. i just run down through the figures there. People mm-hmm. had 80 members in July 21, Anaknil had 25 members, 23 members. Kilinina had 38. Flagmount had 43 members. Kahala had 49 members. And Drummadora had 57. That was the total there. Then in July 22, Peet had 16 members. That was gone down from 80 down to 16. And Ikeel went from 23 members to 45 members. Kilinina 38 members down to 10. This now is the
4: the, six the Sixth Battalion. The Sixth Battalion,
1: the East Fertig. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now another thing I know from that year that was that they, they, they were very but well, the people at that time. They were very well organized. Because uh take the Sixth Battle step. Commandant, Massimaging Come Declare. Vice Commandant, George Ratford People come there. How adjudant at Michael O'Brien, Peakel. Quartermaster, Josh Gnowsen, Nugent Peter. Engineer, John Brother Dean Carr, Peakel, County Clare. Intelligence Officer, Thomas Amara, Plagmout, County Clare. Transport Officer, Dennis Marwani, Gortavrana. Where? From where? Gortavrana. Gortavrana, yeah. And that was in
5: July
4: 1921. July. The 11th
5: of the 7th 21. 21, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I...
0: And, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, even, even you said it there, um, Michael in the in the article that uh, Fiona has there about uh, you you would you would um, active companies in feed <speaks> and in a flag and dura. No, so takes stint the 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 t- thing.
1: Talking that talking par- the uh, part of Torah. <ARRATOR> yeah with uh Rochlara back up the other now. And I even see the names Kluba and the Henek one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clue and I was asking, I'm for to turn around, turn and we didn't pass it. Twelve or around two hundred miles and around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a there mm-hmm. And it takes ten the way up. and I. Yeah. And up as far as going on at one side of people, to, the peak up up to Brogan Brothers. Yeah, yeah. There were two or three men. Yeah, yeah. Now the, the last time that's in Matthew Harlan, he to do the Black and an I I him that name. Yeah.
5: Mind if I bring you back towards this, the commemoration? You, 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 you very delicately mentioned that um, the, talking about the war of independence and mm. the civil war, okay, is very sensitive, mm-hmm. and how to handle it. Do you know it's going to be a great challenge mm-hmm. at, in, during the rest of this year mm-hmm. as the media takes up the actual. Uh, challenge of presenting it and how to present it. Mm. So, this weekend is the culmination of some fine work by you. What exactly did she did do to
1: prepare for the weekend? What exactly did this, this weekend is to remember the past, but is to admire the legacy that had them people left after It's the culture. The peace of this area. Yeah. To me, peace from Bellinghage and Idle and people, and the East Taylor, from Tullitis Gallop. That's the most important legacy that they've lived with. Yeah. It's
4: true. And it's it's remarkable that they were doing so much, whether they would have thought about it this way, I'm not, I'm not sure, but for, for future generations at such young ages. I mean, Matty was was made commandant in in that 6th battalion as far as we know at the age of 18 Little young yeah and yeah. he was 21 a captain in the first uh, Irish the, Free, State Free State army, army, the, army the, the the first army, western yeah. division by oh. the age of 21 yeah, yeah. so you, they oh. were very young to be yeah. fighting such such a hard war against neighbors and friends and in the civil war and it was Mattie
5: spent some years in, in the Free State army
4: well i mean the he, he, he was, he after was recently the, stolen. Yeah.
1: And stolen, he, shot, he was shot. And he was shot by a comrade. Accidentally? Yeah, well, that's well,
4: And that's, you know, that's... a local
1: man. And we're, we're not going to be preventing anything not at all,
4: Just, no, but like no. you say, the sensitivities yeah. around us. So and what's going to happen
5: at the weekend now, for the sake of our
4: listeners? So on Monday... We're starting with the celebration with Mass. Well, in, in, in light of the, the sensitivity that you expressed, we decided that we'd frame the day, if you like, in prayer and with respect and, mm. and trying to pray for peace, etc. Because um, our world is particularly impacted by war at the minute as well. It's, a, it's very live for all of us. So we're starting at 12 noon in Toilet Church, Church with Mass. And from there we'll go to the graveyard. Now we're aiming for one o'clock.
5: That's on the on the hill, isn't on it? On the hill,
4: in yeah. Ash, at the top of Ashlar, the Tulla, uh, and so Matty McGrath is buried in the McGrath family, plot, family plot, 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 yeah. grave. Yeah. Actually, there's a number of family graves in Tulla. McGrath, McGrath family graves. Yeah. So, and would and siblings of, of Matty, like yeah. Aunt Nan, is, is um, buried By there, the and Jimmy. Jim, Uncle Jimmy again matty's sibling so we'll go to the graveyard after the mass and we'll bless the graves and remember the the deceased and and given allowed a little bit of time for because we're going to have some refreshments the old school hall is just there at the at at the beside the graveyard so we'll have some refreshments there because this will be our, our opportunity to have a family gathering as well so it's we're gathering family as well as the neighbours and friends okay. and and mm-hmm. everyone from the locality that's interested in coming along. And but is the it, sorry, is, yeah.
1: is, is the family linkage extensive?
4: In terms well, of who's going Mary, to be able to make it? It's
1: mainly yeah. from Kilbegan. It's mainly from my auntie, my old, the oldest woman.
4: Mattie's eldest sister yeah. was um, ended up getting married and living in Kilbegan, and all her descendants. Um, they'll. They're becoming down. So I mean, there's generations, certain generations of that family now. that are elderly, and you know, this is a good opportunity. We had a family we gathering. Run? We had a family gathering back in 2017, yeah, yeah. Uh, which Sean actually had brought together the initial research for. And um, so this is our chance again to to bring mm-hmm. everybody back together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And now, uh, I think Dad mentioned earlier, we have family that we're close with and know in the states. But just unfortunately, they can't make it for the commemoration. Yeah. But they're, they're, and there's a, a cousin of Dad's in England that uh, unfortunately can't make it. At four o'clock, it's yeah. um,
0: be, be we'll be
4: unveiling the plaque and uh, having a little laying of wreaths ceremony. Um, yeah. From four o'clock at four, near Fortan Cross. At
5: Fortan.
4: Yeah, so there's it, there's time for people to to have the refreshments after the the yeah. graveyard and. Yep. Make their way and yep. as far yeah, as we have a few. It will be
1: family
4: Yeah,
3: yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, it won't be won't be too it politi- won't be political speeches or anything, but yeah, yeah, yeah. just to kind yeah, of explain what things about. Petra you were asking there about um, Matty's siblings. Yeah. So his parents were they were James and Margaret. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1911 census. Um, they were married 14 years at that stage and it, it said in the census they, they had nine children seven of whom were living in 1911 mm-hmm. and they went on to have three more children Not after gone. that so was Bridget was the eldest born on the 1st of January 1898 then came Dennis which is Dinny, that was in the 6th yeah, Battalion yeah. then Matty born on the 20th of February 1901 then James McGrath.
1: My Uncle Dan Jimmy. Uncle Jimmy.
4: Michael McGrath, who was the one that uh, was in the States. and yeah. uh, uh, Patrick McGrath, we'll talk about him in a minute. Yeah. Um, John McGrath, which, who was Uncle Jack. Jack. Joseph, who's your father. Yeah. N, who we refer to as Nen, yeah, who yeah. was also in the States. And then the youngest was Timothy. So three of that generation lived and died in the States. Dennis, Michael, and John, a.k.a. Jack. Mm-hmm. Then Anne, or Nan, also lived in the States, but she came back and lived and died in Ireland. Jimmy was in Blandaree, mm-hmm. and Timothy, this, this, the other brother you mentioned that was in the army in England. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Matty fought in the war of independence here in Civil War, and Joseph married and stayed in Annick and... Mm-hmm. That that's dad's generation then that were his children
1: Nothing.
4: so Patrick
1: Patrick McGrath he, my father's mother died in 1935 Patrick McGrath died in 19 three years later 1938 mm-hmm. yeah. and my grandfather died in 1935 35 or 45 was my father's father mother my grandmother she, she wrote at us looking for a pension a pension a
4: pension uh, the oh, ex- yeah. Army Pension,
1: yeah. yeah. Army, yeah. yeah. Army. Army. yeah. No, was, uh, I think it was a pension from the All Bay Area. Oil yeah. 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 Bay Area yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's brought five or six different letters a name. Have, and that's what makes me most proud of all. Yeah. all this research, research. Mm-hmm. Of course, including this book that this woman has put.
4: Well, from Sean's to, was,
1: uh, to have my father's, my grandfather's handwriting, and my grandmother's Yeah. Handwritten. yeah. Handwritten. My grandmother's handwriting, she was she was McMahon from Orthodoxite. The handwriting was something unbelievable. I guarantee there's no one coming out to university. That's good. With it, with, with, yeah. But that was the same thing the same way with a lot of that generation. Oh okay, yeah, that's yeah.
0: different,
5: yeah. You don't remember that, but my generation um, would have been well uh, conscious that the focus one of the primary focuses uh, in the primary school that I went to, was developing hand writing, and we had special uh, lined yeah, uh, copybooks. Yeah, you know, yeah, they We had to stay uh, within the lines. Or stay within the lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or it was trouble.
1: I don't remember in mean, the school. My youngest uncle now, Tim, that came yeah. in England. Yeah. he won prizes for his handwriting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I say the pride I have is, is
7: because I never,
1: my grandfather was there before I was born, I was, he, he lived in the house where my father lived for about three years, he got he lived to be 80, he lived to be he lived to be 80, about 83. Years. 82. I'd like to thank, thank, uh,
0: thank you again, Michael and Eva for coming in, and uh, thanks, John, and um, we'll hopefully see you all over at, uh, at this celebration. we be delighted been very to Very well
1: the encounter at this spot at the end of June 1921 between the Black and Tans of my open. He was Commandant of the 6th Faecal Battalion He was on his way home after what we think was an aborted ambush and he walked into a patrol of soldiers who ordered him to put up his hands Instead of doing so, he drew an automatic from his pocket and opened fire Shooting the lieutenant in charge of the patrol and wounded three of the other soldiers. He then jumped over the, over the fence and made his escape down through the road and in through that gateway there. Incidentally, this is a gateway that I often went in and bailed here for David McGrath with a Sackton bailer, a small square bailer. So I, I went in that gate. But anyway, we'll go on to the next bit. He escaped through this gate, and he went over to Gordon's house there, and he escaped from him anyway. At the end of June, uh, at the end of nineteen twenty-one, after the War of Independence, he joined the First Western Division of the Free State Army, in which he served until his death in the twenty-second of September, nineteen twenty-two, when he was only twenty-one years of age. It is reported that that it was an accidental death by one of his comrades. We as a committee and family are glad to erect this plaque to Matty and his comrades. We have also here present today two medals of Common belonging to the, Matty's next door neighbour from the area. Her name is Minnie Tohi. There's one of the medals over there and a photograph of herself and her sister is over there on that table. Also on that table is my uncle Matty and uh, his two brothers Michael, which is served in the US Army and his brother Tim, which was in the English Army. So we had a representative in the American Army, the English Army and the Irish Army. We are proud to exhibit these medals today because these types of medals are rare. Minnie's grand John is to share them with us today. You can see either see them here or in Badaik later. We feel it is important to remember the women who were involved in the War of Independence as well as the men in our locality. Our youngest daughter Aoife is going to say a little bit about what we have been doing as a family to find out more about our family history and the history of the Clear area..
6: Thank
4: you, Dad. Um, can you hear me?
3: Yeah.
4: So um, I'm, I'm going to be brief as well. I just want to give you a, a small synopsis of, of the research we've been doing. My cousin Sean McGrath, Paddy and Mary second child, Unfortunately, he wasn't able to be here with us today, but back in 2017 for our first McGrath family gathering, Sean produced a long script on our McGrath family history based on his research um, that he did for a thesis while studying in Galway. And to tell the story of the McGrath history, Sean needed to tell the story of the East Clare area. Like other families in the area, I'm sure, the McGraths have been part of the land here for so long You can't learn about one without discovering about the other. Sean inspired us and in preparation for today's commemoration, we started to research a bit more and add on information here and there. For example, I was very excited to discover that the McGraths have been in Annickneal since before 1827. We made our discovery in a tied applotment book which documents what occupiers of agricultural holdings over one acre should pay in tides to the Church of Ireland. In one of those tide apportionment books, we found the names of two McGraths together. So back in 1827, Pat and Michael McGrath lived in Annaneel, working the land as farmers. And today, their namesakes, my uncle Paddy and my dad Mike, continue to farm that family land. We're still piecing together our family history and have lots left to discover. Although it's a work in progress, we brought together what we have at the moment, Sean's script and the information we've found since, into a book for our family members as a memento from today's commemoration. You might have seen a few of those books floating around today. Dad has presented a few hard copies of that book to the senior and respected members of our family, Margaret Leahy, and Joan Moore and James Ryan. And of course, we're giving a, a copy to Paddy McGrath for his son, Sean, after all his hard work. And once we're finished our research, we, we, we might have one for to share more publicly in the area, but not just yet. In a moment, we'll have the besting of the plaque. And after Father Brendan blesses the plaque, my Uncle Matty, Captain Matty McGrath's namesake, and Irene Narbut, eldest cousin on the right side of the family, will unveil the plaque for us. Then Dad will lay our wreaths, once we get down off of this height. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brie, they'll just wind up proceedings with a few last thank yous. And, and Michael Grogan is to lead us in the National Anthem. So we won't be here too long. So that's the, the run of first. time. Time is good. Time is good. So over to you, Father Brendan.
7: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. God, our Father, in loving care, your hand has created us as the potter fashions the clay you have formed us in your image. You have commissioned us to be instruments of your peaceful kingdom throughout the world, wherever we find ourselves. Such peace is built on the foundations of truth, justice, freedom, and love. With deep awareness of those times we have sought to resolve discord and tension with conflict and violence, we ask your mercy and forgiveness. We claim your love today as we remember Captain Matty McGrath, his brother Dini, and all their comrades in the 6th Battalion of the East Clare Brigade. May this memorial plaque placed here in their honour be a constant reminder of what may be lost and won in the pursuit of peace. And so my brothers and sisters, we bless this plaque in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 And so together we pray for the gift of peace as we say, Jesus, Prince of, peace, hear our prayer. Jesus, Jesus Prince, Prince of Peace, hear our prayer. For all those whose faith has been wounded by war and violence, we pray. Jesus,
4: Jesus Prince, 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 Prince of Peace, Prince, hear our prayer.
7: For all whose sense of purpose has suffered due to war and violence, we pray. Jesus, Prince of peace, For all whose sense of self has been broken by war and violence, we pray. Jesus, Prince of Peace, hear our prayer. For all whose bodies bear the spirits uh, and their spirits bear the scars of war, we pray. Jesus,
3: Prince of Peace, hear our
7: prayer. Lord God of Peace, you created us for love to live in communion as brothers and sisters. Give us strength daily to be instruments of your peace enable us to see everyone who crosses our path as our brother or sister. Keep alive in us the flame of hope so that with patience and perseverance, we may always opt for dialogue and reconciliation. May we always cultivate welcome, extend hospitality, and encourage the participation of people of all cultures, ethnicities, and backgrounds in our local community give us the courage and spirit to safeguard peace in our homes and hearts we make this and all our prayers through our lord jesus christ Christ your son Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the holy spirit Spirit, god forever and and ever amen
1: okay folks you can proceed your major job there please Thanks very much. I'd just like, before I go down to the Read, I'd just like to thank Scarab Bay FM and Pat O'Brien and uh, Jim Collins for coming here today. And they highlighted that I understand that they had it on Scarab Bay for three days. So I, I wish to thank you very much. And thank any media that helped me to put this out into the public domain. Gonna meet them And thanks to Father Brendan for taking up his chores in such a short notice. Thank you. No. On this occasion, we sent an invitation to the army representatives to see whether they send somebody up there and we gave them ample notice. So slipped. some of the committees said the House should do it on behalf of the, yes. the family and everybody else. Here, here. so I, I'm, I'm going to do so. The last procedure here, at this venue, I want, uh, as a mark of appreciation for everyone, what? Peter Collins will be kindly this department, please. Peter?
3: Tarish Jock,
1: Gordian Archow. I'd like to present you with this. For a job well done. Thanks, Mike. Thank <laughs> you, Now, next. I couldn't do this without help from my wife. Talking <laughs> so, for my dear. I don't know which bunch of flowers is the nicest, but I hope you're happy with them. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Good girl. I not can't differentiate between my two daughters. <laughs> so
6: should
1: we we? <laughs> no, no, here one each. So, I want to thank you for an awful lot of what she no. put into this. Yeah. Yeah. One
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Eva had a sore throat on one occasion we went up West Claire to go praying. And I, I never forget it. Eva could hardly say her own name. But she got her daughter or her sister. Her sister to 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 do the read out what she had what she had, what she had written. And I got and I'm, I'm still doing it. Eva <laughs> couldn't do a, a, anything better herself. So I'll breathe that, i give you these flowers. Thank you. Thank you. That's my part, though. I'm to drink a pint now and even. flowers from the neighbours. Oh, yes. My wife said that uh, some neighbours, very local to here, have picked this lovely bunch of local flowers and they're there on the table. So I wish to thank anyone that thought of it. And my wife is presenting them there in front of the plaque i'd like to t- i'd also like to thank of course the john two here and and Dennis stevens for bringing bringing uh, material which was relevant to that occasion to that period no we're not going to make a song on that today and i want to thank brendan okay oh sorry good luck
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: bye i'm saying Good luck. <laughs> Well Jim Collins uh, and Pat O'Brien I wish to thank you for turning up here today We're delighted with the way it turned out We thought the day would be a lot worse but fortunately we escaped with very little rain, like and um, maybe my sister Maga would like to say something to you
8: i just like to thank everybody that came today and I want to particularly thank Michael, Josephine, Breed and Aoife, Sean McGrath and all the McGrath family that ha- helped to make this day so special. It's a very emotional day for us all but it really is worthwhile and we are all so proud of our ancestors.
0: And uh, Margaret, it's a very historic day oh, for the McGrath family. a very
8: historic day and uh, as we said when we were growing up our, our dad's dad never really spoke about it to us and we were young at the time and isn't it you get older that you, you know, appreciate all that uh, maybe happened and they got an awful lot of information when they went to if you like dig it up and stuff that we didn't even know Happened and yeah, it was marvellous. So they did a fantastic job, and we're all so proud. And the neighbours and friends as well, you can't leave them out. Yeah,
1: now I'd, li- I'd like to introduce. Sorry, Pat, go does ahead. Does, there's, always, there's always great support for uh, something
0: like that in, in communities, anyway. So it's marvellous right. to see. Yeah, to see, to see and
3: that. thank you as well. Yeah. Thank yeah. you yeah. as well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry, uh, now I'd like to introduce. Well. My first cousin, my youngest first cousin from the, um, the Kelbegin no, side, yeah. Yeah. James Ryan. Uh, he, he was up here in County Clare before. Oh God. He, he had a lot of friends. And, I had and
2: wonderful holidays here and my, one of my early memories is of Michael as a two-year-old speaking his first words, which were, there, oh the, oh be there And me and my brother Joe ran in to tell his mother, Anna, whom I, I'm about to meet again shortly, that that he had just spoken his first word she always pretended that that was the first time he'd ever spoken I don't know Michael but you've definitely learnt a few words since then (laughs) (laughs) so listen thanks a million to all the McGrath clan on this side and their neighbours and friends who have done such a fantastic I mean to be honest I've been so emotional this the third time I've blobbed in trying to speak about things in the past and my wife just told me she said you had, to, you had to come to County Clare to start blubbing. Because I had a mini-stroke last October, and uh, I must admit it, has, it definitely puts a different perspective on life. But the priest today, the parish priest of Tullah an inspired man and he had those inspiring words at the beginning of the the mass and i said to him afterward i told him about it and by the way the priest who who was unable to come Damien ryan is my the third of my five sons? Unfortunately, not well, so not able to come today. But on his behalf, I'll say thank you to everybody.
3: Thank and you very your, 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 your much. Your, your
0: mother would have been your a, a your of, of the men your well. We're celebrating today, is it? Oh, my mother. Yeah. Well, she was the eldest of my She was, she yeah, yeah, was yeah. Bridget
2: yes yeah, And she was, and the, she was the, the one the who end end went up there. to yeah. Kilbegan. Oh, yes. Yeah. And yeah. married my father up there yeah. and yeah. had the yeah. six yeah. children. Yeah. And now we're spread yeah. all over the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, that's, that's it. so fantastic to be able to speak to the people yeah. of County Clare. It's marvellous
3: to see you and thanks very much for your... Thank you, thank you.
1: There's one more man I wanted to talk to here now. Okay. Uh, he seems to have a lot more, uh, a lot of knowledge. Would you like to say a little what uh, to talk to Scarafay AFM that these clear representatives here on radio?
9: Well, I'm honoured to be your comp- all in your company. This is...
1: Uh, Con Hogan. Con yes, Hogan. Uh, yes, uh, I, ha- I never had the pleasure yeah. of meeting him. He, sh- yeah. he tells me he was born in Lough James. No, I uh, wasn't. I was but, practically reared there. In Lough James.
3: But, uh,
9: my father, my father was involved, he took part. I should say, in the, this ambush that was, we were celebrating the centenary, and happened by accident. It just happened to me because a foot patrol of the British Army that were stationed up the road at the workhouse. and uh, they had been up in the fetal area. And they came down onto the Bodike where well, the Scarif Bodike. But there were the ambush was planned in for a, a truck that used to pass weekly from Scarf to Venice. So they were preparing for that truck truck. But instead of that they met a foot patrol of the British Army. And the officer that was killed at Leften and warm he, he, he visited my father's home house up in Kildoftola. That time you had to have a list of names of all the... the occupants of the house hanging at the back of the door. So he looked for my father and my grandmother. He's down with within April playing calves. So they accepted that. She was only she was only hoping that he was. Yes. Anyway, oh they're coming out, sorry. So that's that's about it gentlemen. But there was a there was a big gun battle here and a, there was a herd of horses in here in the crag, which was on cragland at the time. And when the the shooting started from both sides, the horses panicked, of course, need to say, and they ran left and right and down the crag and over and back, and at the crashing of their hoofs, their steel horseshoe hoofs banging off the rocks, the British army were convinced that Peshawari Amen run down the crag, so that they, they turned their fire, and that gave it. According to my father, it gave me a great break. That they made their escape, that they, they ran down this road, that halt, fire up the IRA in would fire a burst of gunfire down towards the British army, and they'd run again, you know, yeah, yeah. kind of staged, yeah, if yeah, like So, the break, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. so yeah. that's the horses played yeah. a big part in. In, Saving the day. Yeah. Yes. Their escape. Was, yeah. In, in making their escape. escape yeah. Correct. Yeah.
1: What was your father's name? Thomas
9: Hogan. Thomas Hogan. Yeah. He was personal driver later when the War of Independence ended. And both armies, shall we say, were united as one. But he was stationed with Major General Michal Brennan. He was his personal driver. Oh, yeah, Michael Brennan, yeah, he was yes. head And he men. spent six months with him in King John's Castle in Limerick. So I have a lot of stories, yes. and it to take too long.
6: He'll <laughs> have everyone thanked, and I'll have nothing to say. Thank you. thank you, William. So, uh, I just want to say on behalf of my parents and extended family, we would like to thank everyone who was involved in preparing and participating in this commemoration today. First and foremost, Joseph McGrath from McGrath's Quarry, our local entrepreneur and businessman, for allowing us to erect this plaque on the boundary of his property. The local commemoration committee, Paddy McGrath, William Purcell, Dennis Lenehan, Kevin Minogue, Michael Green, Michael Toohey, John Toohey, Jer Toohey, David McGrath. And we'd like to give a special mention to David and to Bridget for their ingenuity with our teleporter host today. Yeah. <laughs> we also want to mention the Family Committee, Michael Ryan, Stephen Moore, Anne Marie McGrath, Ruth Duggan. We want to thank we want to thank our good and generous neighbours for the use of their two fields during such a busy time for farmers, John Hagerty and Mervyn Moroni. Thank you to our Piper Pat Murphy and to our fiddle player Michael Grogan. Thanks especially to our talented choir Eden Wiley, Margaret Kidney and Brian Torpy. Our thanks again to our fantastic priests, Father Brendan and Father Darius. We would like to mention Father Damien, who couldn't be with us in person because of illness, but who put a lot of preparation and effort into today. And I'd also like to thank Mam, Dad, Aoife, and Peter for making today a reality. Um, Michael Grogan will now lead us in our national anthem. Thanks a million.